Welcome to Celeste's Interest, where we will spike your interest. Hey guys, before you listen, make sure to share the show, leave a kind and positive rating. Thank you. Hoy estamos aquí, vivo y directo, con el equipo de Coral, y vamos a escuchar lo que el equipo hace. Hola, estoy aquí con... Ay, Marangel. ¿Qué es lo que más te gusta en trabajar en Coral? Uh, hacer mi trabajo lo mejor, perfecto que se puede. Eso me gusta mucho. ¿Cómo te sientes cuando ya terminó el evento y ves todo tu trabajo? ¿Cómo te sientes cuando ves eso? Con mucha satisfacción. Gracias por compartir con nosotros hoy. De nada. Fue un placer. Hola, estoy aquí con... Jorge Vela. Él trabaja en Joda y él nos va a decir lo que le gusta más de trabajar aquí en Joda. Es buena pregunta, so, lo que más me gusta de trabajar aquí en Cora es la gente y aparte pues el trabajo que hacemos so, es muy bueno y a mí me gusta mucho básicamente porque pues es a, algo que es para eventos o no, todo es diferente, no es lo mismo diariamente, entonces todo ese tipo de cosas son cosas agradables para venir algo nuevo a diario. Gracias por compartir eso. ¿Cómo te sientes cuando miras todo el trabajo que hiciste para los eventos? Contento y muy satisfecho por el trabajo que desempeñamos cada persona que trabajamos en esta compañía, porque todo lo hacemos con gusto. ¿Qué es lo que más te gusta sobre trabajar en Cora? Bueno, para que sepas, yo hace poquito volví a Cora en marzo de este año, pero yo empecé con Cora siendo gerente de proyectos hace 12 años atrás. Yo empecé con ellos en el 2010 como gerente de proyectos porque la persona que yo cuando era cliente y yo ordenaba las carpas, él me trajo a este lado del, 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 del el mundo del el mundo del evento. Entonces, lo que me, más me gusta es como que volví a casa porque aquí es donde empecé y ahora estoy haciendo un poquitito diferente el trabajo de sí, como gerente de proyectos, pero internamente. Gracias por compartir eso. When you when you done with the event, when you look back at it, how do you feel? Well, the one thing that everybody wants to hear from the client is two words. The client to say thank you. Everything was great, and that's what we look forward to. What makes me feel is that once you see something that's on paper and it comes to life, and you see everyone enjoying the event, that's what makes us feel so proud of what we do because we're bringing that happiness to those guests that are paying for that event. And we were a big part of that. Hello, everybody. Today I'm on location at Cora. I'm with Jeff. I just finished up touring this amazing facility. Jeff, would you like to introduce yourself? Sure. Well, thanks for having me, Celeste. I'm Jeff Ginter. I'm the general manager here at Cora. We are a large event building company. We build some of the biggest music festivals in the world. And we've completely gone through a total transformation over the last two years. So I'm excited to talk to you about it. I'm excited to hear about it. Right. I know that you guys do um, Coachella, right? Yes, we do. We're going to finish picking up or uh, striking Coachella tomorrow, actually. How exciting. Yeah, we've been out there since February 21st. So it'll be good to get those guys back home. Music festivals in general mm-hmm. are where a lot of the business has been because of the opportunities to I'd say it's a combination of doing things that you enjoy and making a lot of money because Uh there's certain things that you can do in business to get quicker and more efficient that adds to the bottom line. You add more margin 
And the key to that is building a team that all believes in the same plan. And that's what we're trying to do now. Yeah. Like going to the same direction. Exactly. Everybody's got to be rowing in the same direction. Otherwise it becomes confusing. Yeah. But that's what management is. (laughs) Dealing with people. Tell me about yourself and what you like to do at Cora. Well, I am, this is probably about my third or fourth career change. I, I went to school. I, I got my, my business uh, management degree from Cal State Long Beach in sport management. I've always wanted to work in sports entertainment. It's always something that Passion. has, yes, I've always been passionate about live events and sports. Um, so I decided to stay at Cal State Long Beach when I graduated because I still had no idea what I wanted to do. So I got my master's degree in sport management, a business management, bachelor's, sport management, master's. I got an internship over at what is now Dignity Sports Park, which was Home Depot Center at the time. Worked my way up there into an event management role. Left there, went to um, a different line of work in commercial real estate. Absolutely hated every minute of that. <laughs> so there's something to be said about loving what you do, because when yeah. you don't love what you do, it really affects everything. That's boring. Yes, boring. It, and it, it puts you in moods that you don't want to be in. So one day I reached out to the guy that was in charge over here, Otto at the time, who I'd gone to school with. And I said, Otto, what's it going to take for me to get back in the events? He said, I'll bring you in if you could manage my warehouse. So I came back and as a warehouse manager, and that was almost six years ago. And now I'm in charge. So that's yeah. a really interesting story about your, how you progressed. Yeah. And you know what the best thing about my career path is, is that my first internship was with the people that cleaned the stadium. And they were the probably the most honest and gracious people I've ever met. And they taught me of what it's like to work on a team because they were doing the work that nobody else wanted to do. And they always had a smile on their face. And that is why I've gravitated towards the Hispanic culture because I highly admire people that have such high work ethics. And it's kind of what's allowed me to succeed is, mm-hmm. is realizing if you can connect certain people to certain roles, it's gonna work. And so it has so far. So I know a minute ago we were just talking about like being bored. I know at core you guys have this motto saying, don't be bored. What does that mean? Don't be boring was a, I think it was a line from our owner who has a very temperamental personality similar to mine. We both fear boredom. We don't like doing the same thing day in and day out. Nobody likes chaos, but sometimes organized chaos can be fun. And in our job, it's it's almost daily organized chaos and trying to get ahead of what could potentially fall apart, which makes it exciting. But there's also times like this weekend where we booked three major music festivals on the same weekend. One's in Vegas, one's in Pasadena, one's in Redondo Beach. And it's good to say that we're doing three major shows in a weekend, but it's also very hard because of the work and we only have 39 field installers versus pre-pandemic, we had 70. So we're working with almost half the team and we're doing more business than we've ever done before. So yes, we we're doing more with less, but there's gotta be a limit. And it's my job to make sure that I don't book three music festivals again in the same weekend because I'll lose my operations team if we do it again. So we learned a lot. Yeah. yeah, and it's all about learning from your mistakes. And that's the one advice I'd give you is don't be afraid to fail. Actually, failing is probably the best thing that could happen to you because you're going to learn from it and you're never going to do the same thing again. Yeah. 
So I know right now we were just talking about a little bit about the pandemic and mm-hmm. how you guys had 70 employees and yeah. now you guys have 39, right? We actually had 200 before the pandemic. If you if you talked about sales, if you talked about warehouse, field, um, the event coordination team, the finance team, it was it was 198, I think. Uh, oh my God. During, yeah, pre-pandemic. And then on March 12th or March 13th, it went down to 12. So 198 a- to 12. Um, I was even cut. And so, yeah, I was cut. I think Ryan made a decision to go down to people that had to keep the business alive. And my position in ops, there were no events going on. So what was I going to do? Yeah, it wouldn't make sense. Yeah. So a couple days went by and I was sitting at home and I called Ryan. I said, hey, if you need anything, let me know. I'm not doing much. He Mm -hmm. said, come back to work tomorrow. So I got shipped out to the desert and I got to work with the guys that I used to manage and do the work that I used to ask them to do. And I learned a lot. I I lost 25 pounds in Mm -hmm. four weeks and I gained kind of a a new admiration for what those guys do. And it helped me kind of change as a person and and learn to schedule and, and give support when they're asked. So it was a great experience. And that was, was actually six weeks in the desert. I came home and we started building a team from there. So it's been interesting. Hmm. I'm sure it's affected you people in school and all that. Yeah. And the Zoom, I mm-hmm. seeing my seven year old at home trying to pay attention to a first grade class was not not easy. So it's not. I remember during well, while I was while we were like on Zoom, people wouldn't be a pain paying attention people would be paying attention they wouldn't exactly like right now in my math class they're like well i my teacher's like well i kind of feel bad for you guys like you guys lost like a whole year of Mm -hmm. things that you guys could have been like picking up on because people weren't paying attention now we have to reteach like a whole curriculum wow so we're gonna have an entire generation just uh, about two years behind it's crazy well it looks like you're still learning though that's that's the important thing (laughs) thank you Mm -hmm. How did COVID impact the events? Like, so yeah. yeah, back on March 12th, when we got a week before that, we found out that Coachella canceled. And so what happened is we had just finished building BMP tennis turnaround in Indian Wells. That takes eight weeks to build. On that Sunday night, I remember hearing from the director of that tournament saying, We're not canceling no matter what. And then the next morning we got the call, everything's canceled. And then four days after that, Coachella decided to cancel Golden Voice and everything just stopped. So it was like, what do you do now? And we had months sitting in this office after I got back from the strike of of BMP where we had nothing going on. Our phones weren't ringing. So then it was like, okay, time to, to act. So Ryan, the risk taker that I admire him being, he jumped out into COVID testing. And so he took what we already have in large structures and event experience and rented a venue out in Norco and launched the the biggest uh, COVID testing center in in Southern California. Wow. So he was able to make a significant amount of money helping people get tested and use the resources that we have and keep people working. So we were fortunate enough to have six to nine months of that. And then you started to see events start to take the chance of coming back. And it started with the smaller events. And then what happened was Super Bowl hit. Super Bowl in LA changed everything. Because what people were waiting for is the first major event to go through and not have a major breakout. 
Mm-hmm. So Super Bowl went through. All of a sudden, concerts go crazy now. Coachella happens on April 15th. There's been no major breakout since. Now you're going to see another uptick of major music festivals going crazy for the next six months. That's so, really cool. You yeah. guys have your... You guys going to be working really hard. Oh, yeah. It. Everybody's got revenue to make up for the two years they were off. So of we're going to be... Yeah. We're going to have to work very hard, but we're also going to be very smart with the business that we take. So until the team is back up to the numbers we need them to be. What is your like favorite thing that, about working here? Like, What do you love to work here? I love the team. I love being around people that think differently. I love the fact that no day is the same. I love the Hispanic um, workforce. Um, the commute I don't love. I live in Orange County. Um, the stress I don't love. So it's a balance. This week has been very hard. Um, yeah. And so you go through weeks like this and you start to question, is it is it worth it, everything that you do? And my wife will tell you probably it's not because she's got a different type of job and I'm not home a lot. I'm on the road. I'm, I'm working late and it's very, very busy between March. And I would say our season is between, uh, I would say St. Patty's Day and Thanksgiving. So March to November. Why is that? Weather. weather. It's all about weather. You don't want to take the risk of booking a festival in December, January, thinking rain might be a factor. It oh, cuts down yeah. the crowds. If you don't have people out in your festival and you spend all that money booking the talent, you take a big loss. Yeah. Which also puts us into a position to the people that do book in the winter. We have tents. You can't mm-hmm. really have a festival if it does rain without tents. Yeah. So when the pandemic hit, restaurants called us. We want to move outside. We want parklets. So that I think for me was the biggest change is my, my interest in custom fabrication, because to do the parklets that weren't just a white tent and chairs and fable, you had to add something else. So I met a company called VX design solutions, a custom fabricator in Brea, and they helped me build uh, Craig's in Hollywood and then Spago. And then after that, it was the city of Santa Ana twice. (laughs) So they help do a lot and i think without that that level of uniqueness i don't think i would have had the passion that i had so what's kind of kept me going is the passion i have for seeing new things introduced into the industry via custom fabrication activating on the sponsorship level experiential it's all it's more than just a white tent oh yeah you make it you make it so much more than that. You make it more. You want to make it not look like a white tent, but people love the the purpose of a tent because it keeps them out of the sun. It keeps them yeah. out of the weather. So, I mean, yeah. so do I. When it's super hot, I'm like, I do not want to be walking. I just want to oh, be in a tent. Under and... a tent, it's 20 degrees cooler. What okay. was the first way you made money as a kid? Oh, good question. My first job was as a 15-year-old, I worked for Lampost Pizza delivering pizzas. And I think it was a good job because back then we didn't have Waze or GPS. We had a big map on the wall where you had to look at the cross streets and figure out where to go. So that was definitely taking orders, walking up to the door, knowing that the total is, you know, 1873 and being able to calculate in in advance. If they give me a 20, if they give me a 40, what their changes gets you going with the math. Yeah. So that was a good job. Um, so that was the first way I made money delivering pizzas. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. And lastly, what is your why and what is Cora's why? So my why I would say is, um, being able to 
mold, build and mold a team to where they don't need me anymore. And I know that sounds weird. The best thing about my job is, is how much I put into to putting people in the right spots and with the right training, putting the right team together. It's when they can operate on their own without involving me on everything. That's when I know I've succeeded. That's when you know, like you've yeah, done your job. Exactly. So when I see that operations team meeting, talking about everything coming up, that makes me excited. Because mm -hmm. if you don't develop the person that's going to take your spot, you never move up. So yeah. I need to develop these people so I can continue to move up and mm -hmm. build a stronger team. The better they are, the easier my life is. Yeah. So my why is connecting people into the right roles onto the right team. The company's why, I think before the pandemic, was being involved in live events and making as much money as possible. Since the pandemic, it's more about doing good work for good people and mm -hmm. making a difference and also okay. making money. So you have just more, I think it means more to build now because we're building for different reasons. And I think that got started with the restaurants and the COVID testing and all that. But it's good to be back in live events. I think it's it's where we're meant to be. I think it's yeah. the excitement. And why Cora is Cora is because we love being around the live event landscape. It's just different. It's never going to go the way you want it to, but it's always going to turn out to be a memorable experience. For everybody. For everybody. That's the goal, at least. That's when you know we've done our job. When you know you've done your job, that's when your team doesn't need you as much anymore. Mm -hmm. That's really good because if they always rely on you, then it's not good because they need you, they need to learn how to be on their own and how to succeed without you. So exactly. you can move up to your next position. Exactly. Or go home and spend more time with my sons and wife. So yeah. that would be the why. So yes, I'm glad I'm glad you understand it because most people would say it's crazy to sense. train somebody your own job because then they're going to take your job. Well, yeah, but yeah, you that's want the to point. Move up. Exactly. Yeah. So, you don't want to stay in the same position. That's right. Some people get comfortable. Yeah. Not me. <laughs> Well, Jeff, thank you so much for for letting me interview you and having this amazing space to do it. Of course. It's been a, a great experience. Thank you for driving all this way and coming down and seeing what we do. Yeah, no problem. If anybody wants to follow you, where can they follow you? Well, of I'm not Cora. the best at social media, but yes, Cora.co is our website, at Cora Instagram. My Instagram is instaginterjg. Den, I think it's just my name, so. Yes, and Cora's also got LinkedIn too. We've actually, and I'm glad you brought this up. The reason why Cora is as busy as we are, and the reason why we've been so successful, I would say the biggest influence, social media. Yes, social media. Our reach media. out, and especially our owner, who's very polarizing, and people either love him or hate him, but he gets his word out there. It's his use of LinkedIn and Instagram that has really brought us the most opportunity. So. Yeah. Internet is, I mean, well, I'm glad yeah. you figured out how to use technology to get yeah. your word out there. Yeah, it's important. It's very important nowadays. Yes, for sure. Thank you for coming down and, and showing us what, what you do and asking great questions. Thanks. Thanks for being prepared. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Celeste's Interest, where we hope we spiked your interest.